This is Vibrations, a podcast from TMC. Hey everyone, it's Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and you're about to dive into the first episode of TMC's podcast, Vibrations. It was initially filmed as a full conversation, but there was just so much content that we needed to cover in this first episode, we decided to split it into three parts. So make sure that you watch and listen to all three parts as we set the stage for our show and really uh, lay out a foundation for what we're hoping to explore, why we see TMC's work as so critical for our industries. And we're also going to explore an important case study in the life sciences industry to really ground all of these high level concepts. So without further ado, let's jump into part one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Vibrations, a TMC podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And folks, thanks so much for joining us on this first episode of the show. We're really excited to kick off the show with you and introduce a case study as really our first talking point and a perfect example for why the technology that TMC has prided itself on for years is so critical for so many industries. So as we kick off our show, I want to make sure that you've got all the TMC content you need and make sure that you are uh, queued up to catch all future episodes. So make sure that you're heading to our website, techmfg.com. Again, tech, T-E-C-H, M-F-G.com. For more pieces of TMC content, including articles, blogs, videos, and more, we'll also be publishing future episodes of the podcast on the site. But if you want just the podcast in audio form, you can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just hit subscribe and you'll have a full catalog of all of our previous episodes whenever you decide to tune in and, of course, notifications as we drop new ones. So team, this is big, right? We're finally breaking into the podcast content space as we stake our thought leadership flag in the world of discrete part manufacturing and state-of-the-art vibration control strategies and technologies. This is something that we've been pioneering and setting a standard for for years, but now we're uh, delivering some more specific podcast content in this space, and we're excited to see how that pans out as well. And, uh, you know, as our clients in industries like semiconductor manufacturing, photonics, surface metrology, and life sciences all understand, uh, even the slightest whisper of the wind or the rumble, uh, excuse me, the rumblings of a public transit miles away can create vibrational nuisances that are more than just a nuisance, right? Especially for highly sensitive in, uh, instruments and mission critical research, testing and product development. And that vibration is no joke. It has to be quelled somehow and TM has been part of the solution, uh, both in the use of these tools and also in the uh, research process and development of these tools. And though TMC's products have become an essential tool themselves for vibration control, sometimes solving these building vibrational challenges extend beyond just a vibration cancellation table, isolator, or in-tool solution. So to really paint an accurate picture of what it takes to craft a solution to these challenges as our first episode of the podcast, we're going to center one specific case study. That would be the development of a new cancer research center and its cryo-electron microscopy techniques to highlight why an ecosystem of strategies and solutions is so critical 
and how TMC works in tandem with other companies like our guests today to create real solutions for life science professionals. So again, we're going to kick off this show by focusing on that one case study and really paint a picture for why TMC is part of a larger important ecosystem for our clients' industries. So let's go ahead and jump in. I want to introduce our two guests. First up, we're joined by Ahmad Bayat. He's president of Vibro Acoustic Consultants, which provides acoustical and vibrational consulting and engineering solutions to labs and research facilities, among with uh, other clients as well. Ahmad, great to have you on. How are you doing? Fine. How about yourself? Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you again for joining us and sharing your expertise here on the first episode of the show. We're really excited to have you on. And then joined uh, with the TMC team, we're also here with Mike Georgialis. He's North American Sales Manager for TMC. Mike, great to have you on as well. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, it's a pleasure getting you on as well to give us the TMC angle and uh, really round out our perspective today. So I'm excited to uh, you know play uh, off of both of your perspectives here on this project. It was a big one, uh, a lot of very uh, niche hurdles to solve, even for the already sort of uh, you know niche work that y'all do. Uh, but I think this is going to help us better understand again that ecosystem that TMC is a part of and how your two companies work together to create these real solutions for life sciences. So what I wanna do first is set the scene for vibration control in this specific industry. If you had to give us a general overview, how is the challenge of reducing vibration disruption impacting life science research today? Just kind of at large, what are you hearing from your clients as uh, some of the uh, most critical ways that those nuisances can actually impact their work? Yeah, yeah. So, so life sciences, um, basically the, the, the world of um, micro and nano scale that involves in not only life sciences, in, in um, many of the industries where R&D is, uh, is needed besides the manufacturing production, it's, it's migrated to nano scale uh, these days where not only the scientists are um, are uh, looking at subatomic structure of, um, could be a cell, a cancer cell, or it could be a, a semiconductor component. Uh, but what they are actually uh, on top of that, especially in life sciences, they are actually now looking and manipulating the atomic and subatomic structure in, in form of nanoscience. So so the challenge for, um, for all of us uh, is to make such tools and, 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 and precision tools uh, operate successfully to allow the scientists to perform what they need to do in terms of uh, manipulating and uh, analyzing different, uh, different species. In this case, uh, you know, like in this particular example project, we are going to be talking today, uh, cancer cell. And, and, and so that is the challenge and, and for us to create an environment so that such tools can operate, and those are SEMs, TEM, AFMs, uh, and so forth. Yeah, and I'd like to, to second that and say, off of what Ahmad was saying, was that uh, you know all fields of research, life science included, but semiconductor, they're all trending towards the need to image, the need to resolve, the need to perform operations at smaller and smaller and smaller scales. And the interesting thing about that is the smaller and smaller you try to perform operations like these, these ultra precision operations, as we 
kind of coined the phrase, is vibration becomes more and more of a problem. So the smaller you get, the more of an influence external vibration has on what you're trying to do. And these external vibration sources are, are similar to what you said before, Daniel, the wind shaking the building, uh, a train going by on tracks, people walking around inside and outside the labs. And it's a, uh, it's a fact of, of, of really many industries that uh, the more small you try to do things and the closer you approach the nanoscale and even the angstrom scale, the, the more vibration becomes a problem. Yeah, and, and I could add uh, just uh, Daniel on that is that this example project that we'll be talking about today is a, is a perfect example of uh, the, the setting the scene basically the the challenges that we we uh, we encounter in real life and and so this is actually a, a, a really good case study to be launching your podcast. Yeah, and I think our. Uh audience and our clients will soon hear, even if you're not in life sciences, a lot of these trends are the same, right? The, uh, the scope of work, again, like Mike said, gets smaller and the, uh, you know, room for error gets smaller too. Not that there was really any room for error to begin with, but, you know, dealing with, um, uh, dealing with sizes that, you know, themselves need, uh, very specific tools to even um, to even deal with, to even uh, produce at a high level and produce at an efficacious level, right? Something that your clients can trust for mission critical research and use uh, is essential and is a trend that has been pushing through these industries, life sciences included for years now. But are there any more pressing factors that are amplifying any of these challenges as of as of late, right? So, you know, maybe what have been the most recent updates to uh, that scope of nanotechnology that are, I guess, yeah, again, amplifying the challenges or just making it uniquely difficult to solve these challenges for life sciences research. Yeah, think about it that as we are going down the, this uh, miniaturization and nano uh, scale and beyond, we are basically plateauing with the background uh, that basically the entire earth uh, is uh, is um, not immune to. So there's there's real vibration, even if you go in the middle of a desert, you know, um, so there's just, um, you know, that's the reality. So so we are uh, we are pushing down to a scale where we are controlled by the background. and And so then we have to turn back. And, and try to figure out solution within technologies uh, similar to TMC. In fact, in this uh, case study project, when I encountered, uh, you would realize that I did, um, you know, I could find solutions to get to a, a, a certain level from structural foundation point of view in, in the setting and the site that we had. But beyond that, I needed extra technology. And, and, and that's how I had to uh, bring in TMC's solution to get me home from where I could get from the structural side. And so just paint a good picture of really how, how we have to bring in technologies to solve the problem. Because beyond that, um, you know, you are controlled by the by the entire, uh, you know, uh, globe, uh, Earth, you know, that has has a, has a limitation. Right. 
Yeah, and, and this type of this type of thing, this type of problem is a common problem, and it's a problem that 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 needs to be solved uh, at, in a lot of different places around the world, and in a lot of different industries. So here's a one really good example where Ahmad's company designed a building that was designed for life science research, and it housed uh, these cryo-electron microscopes, which are used to image biological molecules down to the angstrom level. And when Ahmad designed the building, he was designing it on a site that was actually a very noisy site. So as much as his company could do to build a quiet building, he still needed more vibration cancellation. And that's where, and that's where team came in. That's where TMC came in. And we see this kind of thing in other industries. Uh, and we see it every day. A good example is in the semiconductor industry where uh, the big microchip manufacturers, folks like Samsung and Intel and TSMC and Global Foundries who are pushing the limits as to how small of a microchip we can make to make our cell phones faster and use less power and um, and able to store more data. You know, we, hear, we hear things in this industry like the node size, and now people are starting to talk about five nanometer nodes and three nanometer nodes, and these are going into facilities which are highly uh, vibration, which, which have high levels of vibration, which uh, uh, perform operations on instruments that are vibrationally sensitive. And so, uh, so this is an area in, in, in the current space where we're seeing a lot of vibration, uh, need for vibration control. And um, uh, another current event uh, in, in the life science side is, is COVID. Uh, you know, we've, we're starting to image the, the COVID virus on these cryo-electron microscopes at various places in the United States and around the world. Again, a highly vibration-sensitive uh, application built in facilities that are meant to be very quiet facilities. But sometimes you just need that extra bit more of vibration control. And this is where you know, companies like TMC and VACC uh, partner to, to create environments where, where researchers and, and engineers and industrial scientists can be, can be confident in performing their work and getting, getting done what they need to get done. I'm glad you brought up cryo-electron microscopy, especially in the COVID example. Uh, you know, I assume we're going to have some listeners who aren't in the life sciences space. So uh, to get a little more granular before we pitch to the main research project we're going to be breaking down today, can you lay out for us some of the areas where cryo-electron microscopy is most sensitive to uh that whole ecosystem of vibration, right? So uh, if it's coming from the lab floor itself, if it's coming from the building and sort of the natural sway of buildings, uh, and then also from the surrounding area, right? Public transit, um, could be wind, environmental noise, uh, or even just general commotion from the city below. Um, give us that, I guess, just dot connection, right, for how exactly cryo-electron microscopy is affected by those factors? Yeah, it's a great, great question. You know, an interesting anecdote uh, from the vibration industry and from the nano industry, if you want to call it that, nanotechnology is, in a lot of, a lot of times, the smaller an object you want to look at, the bigger your instrument needs to be. And it's got an interesting parallel when you're looking out in space. The farther out you want to see something out in space, well, the sort of the bigger the tele your telescope needs to be. So the farther you want to look, the bigger an instrument you need. The smaller you want to look, the bigger an instrument you need. And these extremely large instruments are very, very sensitive to vibration because there's a lot of opportunity for vibration to be absorbed into the instrument. And also a lot of things on the instrument that create vibration uh, for itself from its own operation. So we have um, these environments that these instruments are being put in. 
and they run them 24 seven. So there's always time opportunities for transient vibration uh, to, to come in that vibration that may not have been detected at, um, at the time the site was surveyed for suitability for use with that tool. Uh, we have transient vibrations, we have um, uh, rising vibration over time, and we have people in the facility, we have elevators, we have traffic, wind, um, all sorts of different motion and energy being introduced in the building. And even in the room itself, these are very, very large tools and uh, they have acoustic enclosures that are meant to absorb uh, acoustic noise, but that acoustic noise then becomes vibration. And uh, you need to consider that when you're designing uh, not only an instrument, but a tool, but a vibration control strategy. So uh, so they're extremely complex uh, instruments. They've got sensitivity to magnetic fields, which we also uh, work on. They've got, ex they've got sensitivity to, I mentioned acoustics, but also uh, temperature and humidity sensitivity is, 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 an, is another part of, 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 the, of cryo-electron microscopy that makes the facilities that they go into, like the ones that Ahmad's company designs, uh, so so challenging uh, to, to build. Well said. <laughs> Love it. All right, folks, that's it for the first part of this three-part series with Ahmad and Mike. Hopefully this helped paint a, a good introductory picture for the key industries that TMC and VACC support and the kinds of challenges they solve for their customers. We're going to be getting more granular into the case study and how each of the two companies uh, plays an essential role in creating said vibration control and isolation solutions. But before part two, make sure that you're all tapped into all of our content. So head to techmfg.com. Again, techmfg.com to make sure that you uh, get all of our supporting content, including other articles and videos. And also subscribe to Vibrations on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to make sure you don't miss out on episode two and three of this three-parter. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Vibrations. <laughs>